Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello and welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker. I'm so excited for today's show, except for Laura Belotic. Couldn't be here today, unfortunately. So I'm really happy to be filling in and I'm really happy to continue a conversation with our special guest. A few weeks ago, we were joined by celebrity weight loss expert Gina Levy. And today she's back. So thank you for joining us again. We're ready to dive back into health and fitness and how it can can improve your dating life. I mean, not to mention just your life in general. It can enhance your relationship with your significant other and most importantly, your relationship with yourself. Oh, I love that. I love it too. We weren't able to talk about everything last time. We Seriously, I felt like we were kind of bouncing around a little bit because there was so much to talk about. So we wanted to continue this conversation because it's so important. So welcome, Gina. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, okay, we were just talking about this vicious cycle I, you know, I feel like myself sometimes I've got those five pounds that I'm like, where did that come from? They just won't go away. I know other people are battling with, you know, maybe five pounds, 10 pounds, 30 pounds. Some women I know, they eat really well. They eat like a bird. They hardly eat anything. And yet they just can't lose weight. What's going on? Yeah. Well, first of all, five pounds or 50 pounds, it can, the struggle is the same. And a lot of women come to me and they're like, I only have five pounds to lose. And I'm like, well, how long have you been trying to lose that five pounds? I'm like, oh my gosh, 10 years. I can't seem to get it off. Not to mention you feel just as fat on fat days if you got five pounds or 50 pounds that's what people don't realize the feeling is the same but that vicious cycle is typically that woman who gets up she might have a coffee maybe eat breakfast maybe not maybe go do a spin class a workout um, you know grabs maybe something healthy like a salad for lunch kind of goes all afternoon maybe grabs another coffee might have a snack probably not and then eats a a decent dinner maybe finishes the night off with you know maybe a a glass of wine something like that so she she's eating well the problem is is that if you go long periods of time without eating your body has to get energy from somewhere and so the body starts dipping into your fat reserves burns which is what we want right you think yeah but think about it if you if you keep using your emergency fat reserves the body catches on that it needs them so all of a sudden your body gets wired in such a way that no matter what you eat even if it's a salad your body takes what it needs stores the rest as fat and then starts using your fat for energy so that's where you're hardly eating anything you're exercising and you still can't lose weight Okay, so what do we do? What are you supposed to do about that? Well, try not to let more than three, max four hours go by without eating. By then, you're dipping into your energy reserve. With your workouts, be super mindful. You know, if you're going an an hour long, I mean, the body's capable of doing that, but an intense workout is going to lead you burning fat. This is this whole burn the fat. Burn the fat will, yes, cause you to lose weight, but then it sends a message immediately that you need your fat. So um, definitely a lot more water uh, and then eating more more snacks eat more often a lot of times people are waiting too long in the morning to eat you know want to wake up get some high protein in or, or mid-morning something high in sugar like fruit um, especially in that afternoon like a lot of women around that three or four o'clock time well first of all the body's wired to look for a pick-me-up because it's looking for a nap mm. around three or four but rather than going for that coffee you know pick up pick up some raw veggies some nuts and seeds like give your body a little bit of nutrients That's really what it is. Long periods of time without eating, high stress, lack of sleep. It's a recipe for the body feeling you need to store fat. Wow. Okay, so that's really good advice. Now, because this is the Dating and Relationship Show, I want to talk about couples. How important is it 
that both people in the relationship are on the same page with this? Like, do they both have to be following the same eating regime and the same timing? Or can people be like, you know, when my husband's just naturally thin? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I should be watching what I eat more. So should we eat separately? (laughs) Well, first of all, I love working with couples. Um, I just love working with couples because a lot of people, you know, especially, well, you know, being good to yourself and giving your body what it needs is just really good for the soul. And it can just put your energy in the right place. So you have two people trying to figure things out. It's a good way to kind of reconnect, right? So I love that, um, whether it's working out or eating better. A lot of women are coming to me and they're like, okay, I need to lose weight, but I also want my husband to lose weight. I'm like, don't worry about him. Lead by example. Make sure you drink your water, eat your foods, make sure your meals are on point. And all of a sudden, their husbands are losing weight without even trying. It's so much easier for men to lose weight, but it's very motivating when they do it together. Right. And that really trickles down to your kids and the rest of the family as well. If yeah. you're eating well, yep. they see that and they want that. And if you have a birthday cake or something, it's really more a treat instead of something that there's always cake and cookies around. Yeah, you should eat cake on your birthday. The problem is, is when you're grabbing a brownie with your coffee every day, right? right. That's That tends to be the issue. Yeah. Right, yeah. of course. Um, now, exercise is obviously a huge factor in this or is it how important is it to exercise while you're trying to lose weight or is it is it all more about the food yeah I mean everyone still to this day believes exercise exercise helps you lose weight exercise can actually mess with your body trying to focus on losing weight because it keeps your body in a state of repair and rebuild rather than your body being able to focus on fat loss and getting fat out so people don't understand that they're like work hard burn the fat but then I'm just like well if you constantly keep you know when you do a bicep curl for example you rip you tear your muscles you're causing damage your body has to repair and rebuild those muscles you're constantly keeping your body in a state of repair or rebuild so you have to understand what you're doing the message you're sending and how to balance it out okay awesome and we're going to take a quick break this is global news radio 640 toronto and when we come back we're going to talk more about cardio okay cool i love it how does that play (laughs) we'll be right back you're listening to the dating and relationship show with laura bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is the Dating and Relationship Show. Unfortunately, Laura Bellotta couldn't be with us today, but I'm here. I'm Joan Kelly Walker. I'm very excited to be here today, and our guest is Gina Levy. Hi. Welcome. So we were just talking about fitness and food regimes and how couples can work together to have, you know, fitness and optimal health. And, you know, we're finally at spring and we're heading into summer. Everybody wants to look better. Yeah. And feel better. better, So we're talking about how couples can work together to do that. Let's talk about a couple of key things. Cardio is key, right? Okay, so when it comes to exercise, yeah, when when you're exercising, it's all about the message that you're sending. Your physical brain that runs your body doesn't see what you're doing, so it's only interpreting your moves. So getting your heart rate up and getting your heart working as hard as you possibly can, like getting on that treadmill, go hard, go home, get your heart rate up, sustain it for as long as possible 
instantly makes your heart stronger, like instantly sends a message that, wow, because your body responds to fight or flight, right? So running for your life, running for your food. And if you repeatedly do that, the body gets the message that it repeatedly needs to make you stronger, faster, more efficient. So it'll actually give you more energy and boost your metabolism and it'll want to be efficient and it'll want to get rid of any extra fat. So that's the key. People make the hmm. mistake of kind of like doing 40 to 60 minutes, kind of neither yeah. here nor there. Then you get neither here nor there results. It's all about that heart rate. Got to get that heart rate up. Yep. Wow. So mm-hmm. is it better to do, like if you have an hour, just kind of figure out how fast you can go for an hour on a treadmill? Or is it better to do like kind of wind sprints on a treadmill? Yeah. Because I'm so guilty of that. I love to put on a TV show, go on the treadmill. And I, I jog, you know, pretty hard. I power walk. But I'm not running full out. Yeah, that's good for endurance. It's kind of like active healing, your body going through the motions, but it doesn't evoke any kind of response. It doesn't send any kind of message, not kind of like, it's like, I'm just, I'm enjoying my day. Not, oh my God, I'm running for my life. Give me more energy. Let's make this body stronger, faster. Let's get rid of this fat. So again, it's all about the message that you're sending to the body. So the body is meant to like do a lot of cardio and you're you're meant to, back in the day, we'd chase our food down for days. So Mm -hmm. the body's meant to move. It's meant to move a lot, but you want to, it's a fine line between endurance and the message that you're sending and and anywhere in between is really wishy-washy. So is there a certain type of cardio that you recommend, like like playing soccer or um, like, I don't even know, there's something called HIT yeah. that's been really popular lately. What is that? So HIT is gym stuff, high intensity interval training. So yeah, doing little bits of spurts that get your, your heart rate up either through like, you know, something like running or walking or like lifting weights, lighter weights, you know, um, that get your, also get your heart rate up. So I love spin classes are great because your body doesn't know you're on a bike. It just knows that you're running really fast right so that is really Mm -hmm. good I like kind of any like boxing classes MMA anything that evokes that fight response I love dance classes things like soccer anything that's outside it kind of uses the the mind body connection Um, again anything that evokes that fight or flight response whenever you do any exercise you'd say okay what's the purpose why am I doing this what's the message my body is receiving when I do this it's okay if you just want to relieve stress and you know just go through the motions but if you have a particular goal in mind you have to understand you know, what you want your body to do and make sure you're doing the right exercises. Like exercise is great for for shaping your body and toning your body. And it's great for stress release and bone density, but it sucks for weight loss. Hmm. Not a good weight loss tool. Wow. <laughs> That's, no, not at all. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't expect you to say that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So do you think with all these fad diets or other eating regimes, like, is that the mistake they're making? Yeah, it's just not as easy as that. It's not just as easy as, you know, what you eat, what you don't eat and exercising or not exercising, like stress, like so many other factors, health issues, your environment, like there's so many other Mm -hmm. factors. It's not sustainable. No, it's just like people think it's just like so easy. If I eat better and I I exercise, I'm going to lose weight, but not if you're super stressed, you're not getting enough sleep, you know, you have digestive issues that are messing with you. Like there's so many other variables to it. It's much more complicated than that. People tend to focus just on eating less and exercising more and no one's losing weight because they have to step back and look at the whole picture and say why is my body feeling you need to store fat because that's the truth if your body's feeling you need to store fat there's a reason for that Mm -hmm. what's the reason so you are known as the celebrity weight loss expert (laughs) when you look at somebody like most celebrities most of them you know look pretty good to begin with right yeah when you look at someone a celebrity or not any client do you think oh, here's exactly what they need to do? Or like, do you think I can shape this? I can change that? How do you approach 
Well, first of all, when it comes that. to celebrities, a lot of times they're pushing products like these detox teas, for example. They're not sure they may be drinking that tea, but they're not just drinking the tea. They're doing a million right. other things that, sure, maybe that tea is a bit of a benefit because they're simply drinking more water or it aids in digestion, but it's not just the tea. And a lot of times people think that. They look at these celebrities and, well, oh, well, they have a chef at home and they have a personal trainer. And same thing goes with them. There's a bunch of other variables that they need to keep in mind and keep in check. And so it just sort of depends specifically what people are looking to do, um, especially when it comes to weight loss. You know, it's amazing what you can do just being a lot less bloated. Like you can walk mm-hmm. around carrying five extra pounds of bloat, right? But celebrities five, have it. Wow. Yeah, like remember JLo just recently did the whole like sugar-free thing. And she she on her Instagram um, posted all of her struggles with it. You know, she has a hard time not eating sugar. She probably needs to drink more water and follow my plan, but mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> well, we are going to take a break. When we get back, I want to talk more about... How does age affect this? Like you just mentioned J-Lo. She's 50, right? She looks fantastic. But is it harder as you get older to keep, you know, that bloat down and all those things? We're going to come back to that on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm sitting in today for Laura Bellotta. My name is Joan Kelly Walker. And we are joined today by celebrity weight loss expert, Gina Levy. Uh, We're happy to have you back, Gina, because, you know, you were here a few weeks ago, and I really feel like we didn't get through everything. (laughs) And, okay, when we were talking before the break, we were talking about J-Lo and the fact that she's 50. And she was very public about the fact that she was kind of feeling really bloated and, Mm -hmm. and just having a hard time shaking that. And I love when celebrities share real struggles like that because everybody can relate to that. So my question is, how does aging fit into this whole thing? Some people, I really think they have it in their brain that, you know, as I get older, I'm naturally going to get a little bigger and add a few pounds. Is that... Yeah, people True like to false? people like to use that excuse. I, I can't let them use it. Unfortunately, there's just as you get older, your metabolism, which is the rate at which your body burns, it burns calories. I hate to say that, but as you get older, it decreases, not naturally, because things affect it, like high stress, lack of sleep, you know, health issues. Life basically mm-hmm. beats you down. Your body feels the need to store fat if you're not giving it what it needs. So as you get older, you can have just as high metabolism at 90 that you had. 19 there's this perception that your body wants to gain weight it likes fat that's not true people get that from when they do fat burning diets and they deprive themselves and their body stores all that weight back so their perception is it gets harder as you go and your body wants this fat that's not true at all the body doesn't want extra fat so it's more than happy to get rid of it at any age So from 19 to 90, you can have the same metabolism. Yeah, it just takes time to build it back up. And most people aren't willing to put the time in. And that's really the issue. Wow. Okay. Yeah, age is not an excuse. Unfortunately, it's not. People like to use it. They're like, well, I'm, you know, this age. And I'm just like, you don't get to. I've had clients. My oldest client was 86. I had a man who was 76 in my last group, new on Facebook. I run Facebook groups. Never been on Facebook before. Never been on a diet before. And he lost 50 pounds, 76 years old. I mean, that's a lot of things to, you know, being on Facebook and doing it online. And my program especially um, isn't so straightforward. There's, you know, there's a system to it. um, And he just 
he was very successful. Not that 76 is old, mind you, but, you know. He was very motivated. Very motivated. Obviously. Did the work, put the time in. You got to put the time in. That's the difference. Yeah. Good for him. Okay, yeah. so let's let's talk more about that. You got to put the time in. Yes. So it's not just a matter of not eating certain things or going to the gym an extra couple times a week. Yeah. It's putting time. And I know in your program, you have a Facebook support group. Mm -hmm. People communicate with you. You put out videos. Yep. So what differentiates what you're doing from all the other ones? Well, my program is a, a systematic 12-week program meant to address why your body's feeling you need to store fat in the first place. That's really key. Why is your body feeling you need to store fat? Give the body what it needs so it no longer feels the need to store that. So I make people go through four weeks of um, you know different processes in order to get to a point where we even start talking about the scale because the body needs to get what it needs so it no longer feels the need to store fat so then it can start focusing on getting rid of fat. And the, the what makes my program different is that Every other diet's fat burning. You're forcing the body to burn fat. So you have your number of fat cells and I have my number of fat cells. When you lose weight, the fat cells stay the same. It's what fills the fat cells. So when you burn the fat, you burn that fat. It disappears in your body. Use it for energy. In my program, we piggyback the body's natural detox response. So it's about getting the body to get rid of that fat. So what fills the fat cells comes out. And that's the difference. So how you lose the weight makes a difference on your body feeling you need to store it all back. And that's so I don't use fat burning and fat. We want to avoid fat burning at all costs so that's that's the hmm. difference if you burn your fat you will lose the weight but your body will store more fat plus more every single time every single time because that's how the body's wired it stores fat for emergency purposes you keep burning it it keeps getting the message it needs more so that's why people lose weight but the minute they start eating again they gain it all back every single time every wow. single time yeah okay so this you know there was time when it's like you shouldn't drink coffee and now it's okay to drink coffee you mm. shouldn't have wine now you can have wine you know no fat and then all of a sudden you're now you're supposed to have oil and fat and you know all these different diets you know and it's really results that people are looking for so when people you know, when people do this properly, what what results can you expect? I mean, yeah. And you know, this is a dating relationship show. Yeah. Like, what have you heard from people that are like, you know, my husband did this; it really motivated me. What kind of results are couples getting? Okay. So first of all, I, my program is just, it's about being in tune, giving your body what it needs, being in tune with your body's needs, taking the time to give your body what it needs, giving the body time to do what it needs to do. It's kind of like this kind of lesson in self-love, keeping your energy directed at yourself and, and losing weight and like basically weight loss is a side effect of your body functioning normally and being healthy. A healthy body has no need to store extra fat. So when you do a deprived diet, you're taking away, you're depriving yourself, you feel miserable, you're not you're not making your body any healthier. So in my program, you're making you're increasing your metabolism, increasing nutrient absorption, you're just making your body healthier. I've taken couples who literally have not slept in the same bed for 10 years mm. because one of them snores or, you know, one can't sleep or hot flashes and whatever. And it's amazing. And they come together at the end of this process. Both have lost weight in a healthy way. They've done it together. And it does a lot for their relationship, just above and beyond fitting into their clothes. But they, it brings them back to who they are, putting that time and energy into themselves. And that's what I meant by they, re they can reconnect. And that's why I love working with couples. But oh, that, I love sleeping that. in the same bed thing, that's huge. Oh, of course. 20 pounds on a man can make all the difference between him snoring at night and him not snoring. 
Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You don't think about things like that. We'll have to come back to that. You're <laughs> listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is the Dating Relationship Show, and I'm Joan Kelly Walker. Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker. Laura Bellotta couldn't be with us today. And our guest is Gina Levy, who is a celebrity weight loss expert. Hello. And we are talking about the benefits of weight loss, but overall wellness, I would say, yeah. uh, you know, if you really focus on eating well, mm-hmm. and we all want to look good and feel good. I mean, we're going into summer, it's finally time that we don't have to wear big, heavy clothes. Yeah. People want those benefits to look better, certainly, but I think there's more benefits in just really feeling it and feeling it. And that can bring couples together, right? Yes. Increased energy, increased sex drive, not if you feel good about yourself, you know, and not even you have to lose a bunch of weight. You just have to make choices that are good for you and make you feel good, go a long way, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're feeling uncomfortable in your skin, you're going to portray that when you're with someone intimately. So there's all sorts of great benefits that come along with de- decreased stress, better sleep. Mm-hmm. Like when going I do my... off medications, right? Going so- off medications, yeah. And it doesn't take a lot. Like about a month and a half into my program, men who've been taking blood pressure medication, obviously considering, you know, a variety of different circumstances, are able to get off blood pressure medications, cholesterol medications. Like the body is working for you. You just have to give it what it needs. It's constantly repairing and rebuilding and generating every minute of the day it's trying to make you as healthy as it possibly can you just need to give it the resources to do that and so when you start doing that it just it's like like I said it's that self-love that every choice that you make that's good for you just kind of fills you up and it's good for the soul and I think that translates across the board you know in your relationships whether it's your personal relationships or your work relationships like a lot of times people when they do my program it's not the weight they notice it's their energy wow you look mm-hmm. amazing it's the energy that they're putting out yeah right? like when you overeat or overindulge yeah feel the energy of that you just are like drained yeah. you want to just go sit on a couch somewhere yeah mentally physically it's just like ugh it's just not a good vibe no so let's say you've had a big weekend, mm-hmm. you know, celebration <laughs> parties, whatever. Um, you know, what's like that happens. That's yeah. life. And yeah. you can't be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the best way to sort of recover from that? Or do you do at front end and, and like plan for that? Or is it back end sort of just getting back on the wagon again? Yeah, your food, your eating can be off routine because your weekends are off routine. First of all, people have to understand when then they get if they're if they're working towards weight loss goals and they wake up on Monday and their weight is up from the weekend. That's not actual real weight gain. People need to understand that mm. you can't make fat overnight. You can't make it over okay, the course of good. a couple of days. Yeah, everyone's like, that's oh my really- gosh, I gained you know four pounds. I'm like, no, you didn't. It's just a backlog of food, salty food. You know, you need more water, that kind of thing. So I do this thing called back on track, which is the original week of the program 
get up, have some high protein breakfast, get your digestive system moving, have some fruit mid morning, nice neutral lunch, go a little bit heavier on those leafy greens, not this, not that salads are diet food, but that's roughage and you need to get rid of that backlog, mm-hmm. right? So you need food going in, food going out. The worst mistake that people make after a weekend of indulging is to try to not eat in the days after. And that just reinforces the fact that their body needs fat. It understimulates their digestive system, doesn't help the body get food in, get food out. So you really just kind of want to wake up on Monday, get a good breakfast in, make sure you eat every couple hours, a little extra water, extra leafy greens. Try not to eat too late at night so your body can get catch up on some good deep REM sleep. And then by Tuesday, that four pounds that you gained is just like right back down and then you're rolling into the week. Just people, that's the mistake that they make is that they don't eat after indulging. Or they go, say you have a, a you know a dinner to go to Saturday night, they don't eat all day long in anticipation of a big mm-hmm, meal later. Right. And then they tend to overeat. They understimulate their digestive system. They've had to rely on their fat store. So again, it's just it's this big vicious cycle. Just get up, have a normal eating day, and then go into the dinner and enjoy what you want. The body's not that fragile that if you eat a piece of bread, you're going to gain 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. This is all about everything compiled, one message after the other. That's the issue, Mm -hmm. right? So people all get stuck on, you know, one day of eating. But then they also think, well, I had a good day of eating yesterday. Why is my weight not down? I'm just like, oh, it's much more complicated than that. Okay, so so you're saying that bread is okay. I'm assuming pasta is probably okay. Well, you can lose weight by eating breads and pastas, it just takes a lot longer because those foods do translate into higher sugar. It keeps your insulin levels elevated. And so I tell people to take them out. You can use quinoas and like black rice or darker rices. You can use potatoes. So I'm not saying get rid of all those carbs, but breads and pastas, if you study food history, they haven't really been around that long. Um, Just because we can eat it doesn't mean we should. And it's all about how the body is able to break those foods down. Those foods are stressful on the body, whether we like it or not. They just, they cause a reaction and then the body takes time to, you know, that's the issue. It's, 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 they're very hard to digest and we really shouldn't be eating them, but we do. Okay. So let's, let's start with talking about if somebody's vegetarian or vegan, where do they get protein? Yeah. You know, what's so interesting about that? There's so many vegetarian protein sources. I get a lot of people ask me just recently, um, can I do your program if I'm I'm a vegetarian? And I I was very stumped. I was like, wow, this is weird to me. I've been doing this for 25 years and all of a sudden people are asking me, I think it's because of the high protein diets. They'll tell Mm -hmm. you if you're not eating meat, you can't get enough protein. I mean, you can eat all the protein you want. Your body does, your body only takes what it needs at the time. You can't eat extra protein and have your body absorb it. It's not how it works. So there are a ton. Like the problem is that chickpeas, any beans, lentils, things like that, people perceive as bad because there's carbs in yeah, them. Like yeah. the, 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 the perfect food, high protein. High fiber. The, high fiber. The body needs carbs. The carbs are not the problem. It's when the body's feeling you need to store fat and you eat the carbs. But carbs are what the body needs to give it energy. And beans and lentils those kinds of things are perfect to eat yeah there's lots of great sources for but vegetarians isn't there protein in in like broccoli and yes, stuff yes, like, yes 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 so what nobody other, talks about that yeah, so talk about it yeah there are protein in your vegetables and everyone's like no there's not because people always be like oh you're you're a low carb diet i'm like no we eat fruits we eat veggies we eat potatoes it's not low carb or then they're like you know same thing with protein i'm like they're like so worried about protein i'm like there's protein in your vegetables maybe not as much protein in your broccoli as it is in your or, you know, a piece of steak, but it all adds up at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, nobody talks about protein and vegetables. Nobody. And it's mm. very interesting to we me. We are. <laughs> and I want to talk Can you tell more about, about it after we take a little break. You're listening to the Dating Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We'll be right back.
Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hi, I'm Joan Kelly Walker, and you're listening to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is the Dating and Relationship Show, and I'm sitting in today for Laura Bellotta, and we are joined today by celebrity weight loss expert Gina Levy. Mm-hmm. Actually, you were here a couple of weeks ago, but we wanted to dive back into this again because I really feel like we didn't kind of get through everything. So I'm very happy that you're here today. Um, Now we were before the break, we were just talking about sources of protein, Mm -hmm. particularly for people that are vegetarian or vegan, that, you know, nobody's talking about the fact that there is protein in vegetables. Yes, yeah. I know, and I'm so, so excited which, that you brought that up. what are the highest up. vegetables that have protein? Oh, well, broccoli's a good one. I mean, any of your vegetables really have a certain amount of protein. You're not going to get as much protein as you would, obviously, is, in steak. is it enough if you're not having animal products, okay. no meat, no dairy? So here's the thing about meat protein, is the it's the average person only needs a half a pound of cooked meat protein per week. A half per a week. pound... Per week. And how much are we eating? Probably a half a pound per meal. Uh, yeah. So also meat wow. protein takes uh, a lot longer to digest. So, you know, common sense tells you you don't need meat protein every day. You also definitely don't need it every meal. So, you know, I don't understand why it's two extremes. You either eat meat or you're a vegetarian. You should be minimizing your meat. So if you have meat for lunch, have veg protein for dinner. Mm-hmm. Some people do really well on red meat. They do. They just, their bodies are wide. I don't know if it's your blood type or whatever there is something to be said for some people do really well with with meat um other people not so much that could be come down to digestion but at the end of the day people are eating way too much meat and they shouldn't be afraid of the carbs in their beans and lentils and veg sources there's so many varieties of veg protein actually i'm amazed whenever i get that question i'm amazed that vegetarians are not aware of all the protein sources that are available Mm -hmm. to them Mm -hmm. and that tends to be the issue with them as they they end up being a lot of breads and pastas and kind of empty carbs when there's all this kind of nutrient-rich uh, veg protein out there. Hmm. Yeah, there's just no excuse. Yeah. And it's just for good basic health. And then a lot of people are saying eating too many beans and lentils is not good for you and hard on your system. Okay, can we just not be extreme? Just- right. So <laughs> can we talk about portions? Okay. Portion control. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. So, so let's say I choose to have all my green leafy vegetables and I'm having um, – I don't know, chickpeas or something with it. Like what kind of portions are we talking or do I bother measuring or weighing or do I just try and listen to when my body says it's full? Because sometimes you don't have that on and off switch. Sometimes people people do. People don't have a clue. Really? I'll say to them, "Eat eat to satisfaction. They're like, what's that mean? So what does it look like on a plate? Like if someone says, I don't know what that means, and they're trying to eat better, like what should their plate be like? That's the thing. It's not something you can weigh or measure or count. The body is so smart. It knows what it needs. We just Mm -hmm. get in its way. People become so out of tune with their bodies, and that's the problem. So you got to be in tune with your body's needs. There's a process uh, to doing this, like mindful eating. Everyone talks about mindful eating, but I'm just like, people don't understand what that even means. So here's something simple you can do. I don't know what that means. Yeah, exactly. I don't think right? I'm doing that, whatever it is. Exactly. So here's a, what you could do. So when you're portioning out your food, say to yourself, how's this portion for me? 
and you can kind of wait for an answer. Um, you know, you might not get one on the first try, but it will come. You can say, okay, that's too much for me. It's not. Have you ever gotten sick on something and the thought of it? You just, you can't mm-hmm. even. Okay. So it's kind of those kind of principles. I think it was lemon gin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me lemon too. Gin. Ah, oh, yuck. No, I can't even. So uh. yeah, so it's the same kind of principles. Um, so you say to yourself, how's this portion for me? And your body be like, oh, okay, that's way too much. You know what? You know, like at Christmas time when you're taking, you mm-hmm. know it's too much, mm-hmm. but you're going to take it anyway. Or you're like, that's not enough or that's not right. And then while you're eating it, okay. So how am I starting to feel? Am I starting to feel full? Is my belly getting distended? Am I feeling like insulin flooding? Like, could I, do I feel like I could eat more? And then after you're done, how do I feel? What, you know, did I eat to, you know, feel my belly distended? Am I uncomfortable? Do I feel stuffed? Do I feel like I could eat more? Like just getting in the habit of asking yourself those three questions before you eat, while you're eating and afterwards will very quickly put you in tune, get your body starting to talk to you again. Your body knows when it's, you can see that food coming when the waiter's bringing it to Mm -hmm. you and you're either going to be like, okay, that is not enough or oh my gosh, that's a lot of food. You know, it's easier somehow to do that in a restaurant when the waiter's Mm -hmm. bringing the food and you're like, okay, that's way too much. I'm going to only eat half of it or cut it in That's half right. or something. But when I'm doing it at home, like I somehow I lose that perspective. I've, I, you know, here I made something yeah. and I made so much of it just so that nobody goes hungry, but then it's, it's too much. Yeah. And, and then I hate of, to waste because you, you know, yeah. you've got your grocery bill and, mm-hmm. and for a lot of couples, a lot of people, you know, I think that's a motivator for them to eat too much is they don't want to waste. Yeah, waste is a big deal. Yeah. When we do get around to doing portion sizing, it's it's not counting your calories. This thing I call downsizing, which is you continue to follow the formula. You give your body what it needs. You just give it slightly less than what you've been giving it having eaten to satisfaction and I'll say to people just leave a few bites less and they'll be like that that's wasting mm-hmm. I'm like oh, okay <laughs> all right yeah. well it's a good practice if you're new to it because it visually leaves food less it gets your body used to seeing just because you like people will always eat everything on their plate they're the same people who fill their gas up right to the dollar right mm-hmm. they can't do before can't do after like right to the dollar so is this so when people do meal planning for example meal prep they make the same portion every day I'm like you eat the same thing every day and I'm like they're like yeah and I'm like yeah but your body's needs change your body's needs change from day to day one day you might be hungry every five minutes the next day three or four hours are going by like your portions you're not a machine it's not the same thing every day but people just get into that and then people will say to me well tell me how much less to eat is it a half a cup is it this I'm like no 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 ask yourself they're like I don't know what that means what does that mean so you really just need to be in tune with your body's needs you know when you're and no other distractions like you can't sit there and watch tv and be on your phone and eat because you don't experience the food yeah you're not taking the time to ask yourself when you have all these distractions you're less likely to listen to that inner stomach voice yeah and you need to know your signals so for me when I get full I notice and my boyfriend had to point it out I kind of sit back I take a deep breath I put my utensils down sometimes I go back in but that's really when I need to stop Hmm. Mm -hmm. interesting well we have to take a quick break here on global news radio 640 Toronto and when we come back after the break we're gonna talk about water we haven't talked about water yet favorite topic we'll be right back You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta. 
from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker. Laura Bellotta is not here today, so I'm very happy to be sitting in for her. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And today we are joined by Gina Levy. Hi. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. <laughs> we always learn so much from you. So let's continue. Um, Okay, we are talking about water. I know on the program that you have, you want people to drink three to four liters of water, particularly at the beginning, or is that like all the time, every day, people should be doing that? Because I'm trying. Yeah. That's a lot of water. Yeah, it's a lot of water. It's that whole six to 10 cups. That's not a real thing. Your body needs much more than that um, for optimal health. Uh, Most people walk around are chronically dehydrated. You probably notice your skin looks better. Your Mm -hmm. energy is better. You're not as hungry. Do people get cramps like in their feet or their hands if they don't, if they're dehydrated? Yes. Yeah. Also when they start drinking water too, like it's amazing when you start giving the body water, there's all sorts of positive responses from the body. Um, You know, it's like even just sugar cravings nine times out of ten because the body has no natural need for sugar if you're craving sugar and carbs you just need water at the end a lot of times people are dragging their butts or super tired they just need water water is so Mm. important just for basic health three and a half liters is basic body function that means food in food out that's studied you can go to the science center they have a little display that talks about it um so every day of everybody's life Somebody, yeah. you should be drinking at least three liters. Well, when you're born, you're 70 something plus water. Um, when you get to be our age, you're more 60, high 60s. Um, but the body needs water. Water is mm-hmm. such an important element. You know, everyone talks about, you know, drinking too much and how hard it is, but they don't look at the detrimental effects of not drinking enough. Your cells like sh- basically shrivel up. Mm-hmm. Your body can barely function. Your bowel movements become an issue. Your lubricant issues become an issue. Right. Like, there's just, your body needs water. So that's it's probably essential. the number one thing that you would recommend for people. Just drink, a, you know, at least three liters a day. Yeah, three and a half. It's also the most work. It takes it the, is. It takes and the most all, work. And not it, also the most intrusive because you're constantly stopping what you're doing, running to the bathroom. Yeah. But so it, it is a good reminder, though, I have to say. It's always, I always think like, okay, I'm taking time out of my day to, you know, to drink the water. So I'm not going to reach for that brownie. I'm not going to have that extra, yeah. you know, whatever salty thing. Yep. Because I've been working so hard drinking all this water. Yeah. It helps keep your cravings in check. But also, if the more water you drink, the more you go to the bathroom, you're still not hydrated yet. Like some people have been chronically dehydrated their whole, their whole lives. And then, then they start drinking more water. They're always amazed that they all a sudden are thirsty they're like mm-hmm. how can I be thirsty now that I'm drinking more water than I ever have it's because you're giving the body water so the body's like oh my gosh she's giving me water give me more water so your body will actually start asking for it you'll be drinking lots of water your lips will be dry you'll be thirsty hmm. it's actually amazing wow. yeah yeah yeah. Our, but okay. we that's also about being in tune. You start giving the body something it needs, it starts talking to you, it starts asking for it. It's just otherwise was given up on you. Okay. <laughs> I love the way that you talk to your body and that your expectation is that other people should all be able to do that yes. too. Because I think that is sort of like a natural thing it is. that we have, mm-hmm. but you have to... You have to listen, right? Every, everybody talks about the mind-body connection, but no one has a clue what that means. 
Yeah. Like, it's, it's not that difficult. You don't need to go to the store and buy a book on it. You just need to listen to your body. Right. Be in tune and, and I think that also kind of plays into self-esteem. Absolutely. Which will definitely enhance your your dating, if you're dating, or your relationship, if you're in a relationship. Yeah, it's not a joke. At the end of my program, people are in tune with when they're hungry what they're hungry for and their portion sizes. They're in tune with what works for them, what doesn't work for them. They eat that pizza and it just doesn't give them what they need. They feel bloated. They feel gross. They eat the sugar. doesn't give them the pick-me-up. They're just so much more in tune. But it puts you in tune with life across the board, what works mm-hmm. for you, what doesn't work for you. Yeah, people are very surprised. I like to say it's like one big lo- long meditation when you're so in tune to yourself. It's like meditating, kind of. Like yeah. just being in tune with your body's needs across the board. Food, relationships, everything. Yeah. Yeah, and also, yeah. it's okay to focus on yourself. Okay, People yes. are so busy yeah. focusing on everything else and their job and their kids and their hus- husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, yeah. that they don't give themselves permission to enjoy that part of life. Yeah, we're also taught, though, that's obsessive, right? And people go to focus on, well, don't be obsessive about it. But if you're going to make a play to make improvement in your health and wellness, you should be obsessive about it. You should be super in tune, super aware, and super mindful, and try to be as connected as you possibly can. If everyone just kept their energy, you know, directed at themselves and worried about themselves, I think the world would be a better place. Yeah. (laughs) And we'd be healthier, too. (laughs) So, you know what? I just, I have to talk about this because I don't understand this thing at all. Uh, Kim Kardashian, so what is up with those waist trainers oh, that she yeah. endorses? Those things that look like a corset from, uh, what, 1900? Honestly, that you zip up the front. Does that not affect your organs? Like, can you only wear that for a couple hours and then you have to take it off? Like, yeah, I would yeah. think that it, it affects slows your, your digestion. Slows your digestion. It it um you know decreases your oxygen flow, which you really need for cellular function. Um, oh I goodness. think she's doing other things, maybe a bit of liposuction here and there, and maybe saying it's the waist trainer. Mm. I don't really know. There is muscle memory. I mean, Bo Derek, not Bo Derek. What's the guy from Dukes of Hazards? The blonde guy. He used to suck in his stomach all the time and tell people he had abs because he sucked really, it. really, he was just working yeah. his core. Now, so I mean, structurally, it might help you know keep muscles in place but it's just that's not going to be your answer right yeah and and someone a wise man once told me the best way to a six-pack is through food yes yeah yeah not through doing 200 sit-ups a day because you'll end up with a hernia or yeah, something and people do, those, do sit-ups and you're building up the stomach muscles underneath the fat exercise doesn't you gotta do see to it the fat. Yeah. you so have to see it wow so um yeah so just really briefly, okay, what are the top, your top, let's say, five food choices? Ooh, okay. Top five food choices. Um, protein. Don't put too much emphasis on it. The body only needs a certain amount. You need lots of water. Make sure you get in lots of leafy greens. Try to get a mix of cooked and raw vegetables. And don't be afraid of carbs, but use things like quinoas, darker rices, potatoes, those kind of things. Okay, awesome. And unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much, Gina, for coming back on the show. We always learn so much from you. And clearly, fitness can be a huge factor when it comes to dating and relationships and self-esteem. It can truly enhance all of those things. And most importantly, taking control of your health is 
It's empowering. It gives people confidence, which is one of the sexiest traits that everyone looks for in a potential partner. So where can people find you? Uh, Just Google me, Gina Livy, G-I-N-A-L-I-V-Y on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's just my name's me. Yeah, if you've got any questions, feel free to contact me. I'm happy to help. Awesome. And I'm Joan Kelly Walker. You can find me on Instagram at JoanKWW or at JoanKellyWalker.com. And this is Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. Thanks for listening.